Bucs fans. How's everybody doing? We are back for a third day in a row for Buccaneers Insider Live presented by Miller Lite, making sure you guys are all updated on everything going on before this first Buccaneers playoff game. Casey Phillips here with senior writer and editor Scott Smith. And of course, we're going to be taking all of your questions. So if you have any of those, make sure you head over to the Facebook page if that's not already where you're watching from and submit those in the comment section underneath the live video. So Scott, while we give people a chance to start doing that, um, I just wanted to hear some of your thoughts on what we have learned and what we still could learn today about especially things like health of guys, uh, the COVID stuff, you know, that everything going on with all that of, in terms of availability, what we learned from coach yesterday and what we will be looking for today at practice. Well, I guess the biggest piece of news is that Shaq Barrett was activated from the reserve COVID list. So he will be back in practice today and will be available to play on Saturday, which is great to have that Shaq and JPP combo back again. Uh, we need that. And, um, you know, it was not a terrible surprise because uh, they, even though the team is not allowed to say why they put a player on the COVID list, whether as he was tested positive or had some sort of close contact with someone who did, uh, we had kind of known all along that the latter was the case for Shaq. So we were expecting him back, and that's good news. Also, LaShawn McCoy, who had been missing practice in the last game due to a non-injury related situation was back to practice as well and Carlton Davis went from not participating to limited participation so hopefully today we can see him get all the way to full and feel good about his chances to play on Saturday Mike Evans still did not practice uh, yesterday but that's not a setback or really bad news because the target all along was today so today really is the big day it's what would normally be a Friday practice it's the last one of the week other than a walkthrough on Friday. So uh, this is where we're going to get a better feel for the status of Carlton and Mike. And I know we had somebody asking about Devin White and no, he will not be available. And so now knowing that, uh, how does that change the Buccaneers defense in your mind? And what did we see from Kevin Minter stepping into yeah. that role this last week? Yeah, I don't think that they changed their approach in any way. I mean, you, you hate not having Devin out there because he's got a special set of skills and that was showing up in the stats, but Kevin Minner did a really nice job. And the thing about Kevin is he's got a, he's got a very good grasp of this defense. I know I said that yesterday, but we're talking about the same thing. So he, he, he knows what he's doing and he's a pretty productive guy when he's out there on the field. He proved that last year when he played three games for, for Devin White. So it's a position where you can't, you know, there's look, there's certain spots on this team where you if you lose a guy, you can't hope to put in another guy that's just as good. Right. I mean, if you lose Mike Evans, you don't have another Mike Evans, but you do have a guy in Kevin Minter who knows what he's doing and has shown that he can keep everything sort of humming along when he's in there. And then uh, I like this. Uh, someone asked you where to go. Daniel asked you to put your coaching hat on and how would you attack this Washington defense? Well, I mean, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep spreading the ball around. Just, I think that's what works best for this offense when, um, you know, when they're, when they're getting the ball into the hands of, of all of our playmakers, as some might say, uh, and I think Tom Brady said something along those lines of um, making them defend every blade of grass because we can throw deep and we can throw underneath. And, and I think what Daniel's looking for me to say is something along the lines of, get the ball out of Tom's hands quickly because of that pass rush. And there's a, there's an element of that. I, I agree. But um, I also think you, at least at the beginning until proven otherwise, you trust your offensive line to be up to this task. I mean, we are rightfully making a lot about their great defensive front, but 
the Bucks have faced good pass rushers throughout the year, and they've done a good job, again, not all the time, but against most of them. And when they have, the offense has operated very, very well. So, you know, to me, I run my offense like I normally would until it becomes obvious that we have to switch up and, and find ways to get the ball out of Tom's hand a little quicker. And then um, maybe related to this, uh, Mitchell had asked about the weather on Saturday. And is there any chance in your mind that that changes anything in terms of what we try to do offensively, if there is some colder weather or some sleet? Well, uh, the, as far last time I looked, the weather in terms of uh, precipitation was supposed to not be an issue on Saturday night. I don't know if that has changed. I didn't look yet this morning, but it could get down into the mid twenties, which is something we're not used to this year, but there's not supposed to be any rain or sleet. So you're just talking about playing in the cold. Tom Brady's thrown in the cold before. I don't see how that's an issue. I don't think that changes your approach to the game. No. Uh, and we had a couple people asking, are there going to be fans in the stands on Saturday? No. Nope. Yep. Um, you, know who, you know who said he does is not bothered by that is Ali Marpet. And he made a good point. He's like, I went to a really small high school. And then I went to a really small college, Hobart. And so I'm kind of used to not playing in front of fans. So it, to me, it's not really hard to bring my own energy. Yeah, it's funny. I did a I did a virtual um, event with Cam Bray the other day, and he said something similar that finally this time at Harvard kind of paid off. That you know you don't have the the massive crowds of people, and you're, oh, you're a little bit more used to it. I'm really glad for Cam that his time at Harvard is finally paying off for him. <laughs> Usually, these guys who go to Harvard really find it tough when they, they get really out struggle in the world. In the world. <laughs> they really do struggle. That's a great point. Um, we had also uh, had someone ask about if Steve McClendon will be available for Saturday. You know, he was considered a question mark by a coach when he first started talking about this week on Monday, and it didn't sound very positive. And the fact that he has not yet been activated from the reserve list, uh, I think, is a pretty clear sign that he's not going to be available. Uh, and we had somebody ask, can we afford to double team young or what would that do to the rest of the group? Yeah, I think you can. Um if he's the one you're most worried about, uh, of course, Montez Sweat was actually their leading pass rusher. And here's why I would say yes. From what I could see on the, um, the, I don't know if you ever look at next gen stats, but they have one of the things they have is a player location. It'll show the, of a defensive player, it'll show their pre-snap location, where they're standing on the field before the ball is snapped. And Sweat and Young do both switch sides and rush from both sides. But more, more commonly, Montez Sweat rushes from, the left side of the defense, which was over the right tackle and young over the left tackle and the right tackle for us is Tristan Wirfs, who has had an unbelievable year. And according to, uh, you know, a couple sources has only allowed one sack the entire year. And, and probably, I mean, it's crazy to say this about a rookie, but he's probably your, he's probably playing best among all your offensive linemen. So maybe Ali Marpet. So the fact that he could maybe, he handled Montez Sweat on his own for most of the game. If you're going to have a tight end in the game, you certainly could afford to put him on the other side to help keep Chase Young at bay. So, yeah, we can afford it. But, again, as I said, either yesterday or the day before, remember that Bruce Arians is not really a max protect guy. He he would always prefer to get more guys into routes. So I, I don't see us turtling up and, and max protecting for most of the game. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Um, Liz had asked, how big of a factor do you think A.B. will have to be in this game? That's a good one. And I think some of that depends upon uh, how much, if Mike's playing Mike Evans and how much, because when Mike went out, uh, Antonio Brown became your ex, which is the position that Mike plays instead of just being your third receiver. He was basically your starting ex, which is a luxury to have when you think about it, because this guy, 
put up insane numbers in that position for Pittsburgh. So um, it, that you can just plug him in is pretty amazing. And you saw what he did with 11 catches for 138 yards and two touchdowns. And also uh, the question that Daniel asked earlier, if we're trying to get the ball quickly into players' hands, uh, he obviously is the guy that we like to do that with the most right now. We did that repeatedly against Atlanta. And, um, and so I can see that he's starting to move, I think, uh, like he is used to moving at the peak of his game. So when you get him that short pass, he's making – you know, in, he gets the ball at the line of scrimmage and makes seven or eight yards. Or if you get him, you know, he might break one and, and make 20 yards. So uh, I think he could he could really be a big factor in this game, I think. Yes. All right. Well, that is going to do it for us on this edition of Buccaneers Insider Live presented by Miller Lite. That is it for us this week on these. Uh, the team just has a walkthrough tomorrow before leaving for Washington. Uh, but of course, we're hoping for that Bucks win. And if they win, we'll be back here doing this again next week. So we'll see you then. Bye.